I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Where we driving? Welcome back. It's nice to see you. This is the Fast Five Minute Podcast. Uh, I hope you know where you're at. If not, let me explain. Once a week. Who who are you seeing? um, The the audience that's listening to this. What if we have new audience members? You've been looking at these people? Yeah, and they're all beautiful. And each week, two good friends come together. My name's Stone. His name's Guard. We talk about five minutes of a Fast and the Furious movie. And this week, we're on season three, episode eight, watching minute 35 to 40 of uh, the classic the Fast and the Furious colon Tokyo Drift. Uh, I already told everyone our names, so uh, Guard, how's it going? Uh, It's going pretty well. I just turned you down in my headphones, so sorry if you all heard Stone twice for a while. (laughs) Uh, But it should be fixed now. Uh, Beside that, I'm doing rather well. That's good. Um, Guard. Yes. We got a lot of stuff off the top, so uh, should we get to it? Uh, yes, I think so. Would you like me to begin uh, with one, two, or three? I've numbered three things in my head, and I'll let you know. I'll, if uh, you pick one, I'll do one randomly. I'd like number three first. All right, excellent. Number three is for Jackson. This is a little shout-out to him. <laughs> Was that the shout-out, just a bag crinkling? Oh, could you not hear the Cheeto? I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to crunch really loud, but Cheetos are hard to crunch. Um, I'm sure it'll come across in your recording, but I did hear the back. <laughs> mm. Okay. Now with a mouthful to, of Cheeto, sorry, I'd the, like number two. The bit is um lasting longer than I anticipated. Cheetos are hard to chew up. <laughs> Not enough okay. saliva to get those Cheetos down <laughs> in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, did you say, Stone? Yes. Do you want to mix in your one of your things, or do you want me to go well, directly to Well, we probably have one of ours or the same, because it's an email. Well, that was number two. Great, let's talk about it. Okay, let's. Uh, listeners, you may remember that we previously discussed the absolute fool, uh, who is Martin Brundle, that Stone has uh, immense respect for. Never said that. I like him. He's a he's a good commentator of a sport I enjoy. And also, he's funny. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, and Stone and I were debating if Paolo Banchero, Bancaro, uh, is more famous than Martin Brundle. And should Martin Brundle have known, should he have known if Paolo Bancaro, uh, who he was, he formerly mistook him for Patrick Mahomes, which is wild. Um, I've thought about this, Guard, real quick uh, mm-hmm. insight, because you said you don't know who it is. I bet he got told of a list of names, and uh, Patrick Mahone was one of those names, and he goes, hmm, that guy seems like a Patrick Mahone's type, and just went with it. <laughs> well, was Patrick there? I imagine so. My thought is, is he got a, lit name of, a list of names that of people that were there, so he was just looking for those people, but... Uh, Went for went for the kill, and it was the wrong person. Right. Well, yeah. I'll I'll agree with you that I do think it was more uh, his producing team let him down pretty badly. Yeah. Because he also, if you watch the clip, he like thinks that Paolo is messing with him. He like asks him a question. Pa- Paolo answers it reasonably, thinking mm-hmm. he's asking him the question, and then the guy like walks off. I can't remember what he says, but he implies that Paolo is just like a normal dude and like making fun of him for answering his question. So he thinks he's not famous at all. Okay. But back to the email. Yes. Uh, fast bro, Brady, Braddy beers writes. Um, Hey, fast bros. I'm not sure what the implications of this are, but to give some perspective, he did a little research. F1 has an estimated worldwide audience of 455 million people while basketball, NCAA, NBA, and international leagues combined has an estimated worldwide audience of 2.2 billion. So the possibility of Paolo Bancaro being more famous is than than Patrick or than Martin Brundle? Anyway, it's definitely real. Yeah. 
So, thank you for the email, Mr. Beers. We always appreciate it. Hey, write to us uh, via email or Twitter or Instagram comment. Um, we'll read all of them. You can find us everywhere at the Fast Five Pod. It's the number five in there. Uh, uh, Fast Five Pod at gmail.com. But, guard. Speaking of that name, Stone, that's also our socials, I believe. Yeah, it is. Number Twitter, five. Instagram. Make sure you put the the first or it won't come up, probably. Yeah. Um, but guard. Yes. Can I uh, give my rebuttal to this email? Uh, oh, yes. It, Stone, that's the whole point of having a podcast. <laughs> great. Great. That's what I signed on for. So if you said no, I was going to kick you out and do it anyways. Um, kick me out? <laughs> No one tells me what to do. Anyways, what you, Mr. Beers. You got a guy at Discord? <clears throat> thank, you, thank you for writing in. Um, but a few things. One, I don't know where he got his numbers. He did not cite his sources. But but he's a very trustworthy fellow. He is, but I found a different number for the worldwide audience for F1. Uh-oh. I found a number uh, for the 21 season of $1.5 billion. So still under the $2.2 billion that he states for basketball. But also, he's comparing F1 to all of basketball. And -hmm. I don't think that's a fair comparison. I think you either have to go NCAA to F1 or all of motorsports to all of basketball. I I agree with you, and I cannot find a number for strictly NCAA basketball. So, Guard, I took it upon myself to really dig in and see if I could figure out with my my, um, smart brain who is more famous. Uh, so I found some numbers. Mm-hmm. So uh, per ESPN, the NCAA 21 final pulled in 5.9 million viewers. That's really good. I found Palo a bigger number. Though. What? Palo wasn't in that game. I know. And that's uh, this. Oh, it continues on. And I thought, okay. well, that's the final. That's just gauging NCAA um, viewership. Then I was reading the same article. Uh, the Duke versus UNC Final Four game was the most viewed game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And it pulled in 18.5 million viewers, which is a shit ton. It, that is a lot, yeah. That's, that's like uh, over three times as many as the final. But that also makes sense because even me, a dumb non-sports dude, understands that Duke versus... UNC in the final four is a big deal for sports, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, okay, so 18.5 million watched Pablo. Pa, his name Palo. is Pablo. Palo. Palo? Palo. Bancaro. Palo. Palo's final game. So then I, that's the number to beat. The 2021. For a single event. Yes. So the 2021 okay. right. F1 final. Mm-hmm. Um, from last year, uh, pulled in 108 million viewers <laughs> worldwide, shit. which is a ton. But guard, here's where it gets. You have to take some. I had to take some liberties mm-hmm. because F1 is a very uh, worldwide. It's kind of like Pitbull. It's pretty worldwide. Mm-hmm. Mr. Um, worldwide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not all of those are English speaking viewers that are watching. Martin Brundle commentate through uh, Sky Sports, which is based out of the UK. Mm, mm -hmm. So I pulled the Sky Sports numbers. Okay. For the final, it was 7.4 million. Eh, Mm. Not quite to the 18. US viewers on ESPN was the highest ever at 1.3 million. Still put those together, you're still 10 million behind. But I also don't know where else Sky Sports is rebroadcasted. There could be a bunch mm. of little English-speaking countries. Is it rebroadcast in Canada? Couldn't figure that out. Like, what about random European country that's English-speaking? I assume they all use Sky Sports, but I don't know that for sure. Um, and also, it's hard to tell uh, Martin Brundle's popularity because he's been a commentator for like a decade, and he raced before that. So, like... His name ID has a longer legacy than Paul's. So, beers might be right. At this exact moment, at this exact moment, there's a hundred percent chance that uh, oh wow, Paulo Bancaro is more famous in the United States. Oh, in the U.S. certainly, yeah, a hundred percent. Without a doubt, and I I'd say it's a toss up uh, worldwide. 
uh, who's more popular because it's hard to quantify um, uh, Martin Brundle and Sky Sports's reach over the globe. So fair enough. Uh, but but it's very snail, it's very possible. Let us know if you've heard of either of those people in Australia. But it's very possible that he is more famous. I think it's a pretty close race, all things considered. So. Well, fair enough. Um, the Thank debate rages on for the rest of time uh, until so, until we can get more definitive numbers. But there you have it for the ones we have. Stone's gone into quite some depth here for this one. <laughs> Appreciate that. Dude, 18 and a half million viewers on that Final Four game. That's nutty. That's a lot of viewers. That's a lot, yeah. Th- for a pretty, non-final game. They were probably pretty stoked on that one. Yeah. But again, like I said, I know that's a big deal and I don't follow college sports at all (laughs) stone for one point can you name the name of the rivalry it is the uh uh, highway war i don't know (laughs) it does have road in it road because i know they're like ridiculously close in the same state but i don't know indeed indeed they are tobacco road tobacco road famed classic tobacco 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 growing (laughs) Wait, you, it, the Tabasco? Because that's tobacco. where Tabasco, the company's at? Uh, no, tobacco for smoking the terrible uh, vice. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes. Well, great. Well, Garden, would you like to give me your number one? Yes, number one is our ad to this week. Good. This Good. week's brought to you by Excel Printing in Unexpected Ways. Want to become <laughs> infuriated with a simple task? Need something to bash your brains in for several hours? Try Excel printing in unexpected ways. That's pretty fun. My favorite unexpected way that Excel prints is if I have um, I have columns hidden, oh, and then sure. just click print, and next thing I know, I have twenty-seven pages with most of them being blank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it is pretty fun. Um, that's not an ad for Excel, to be clear. But I do like Excel. Do you like Excel, Guard? Rank. Uh, here's a here's a fun game, Guard. Uh, rank the Office Suite uh, from favorite to least favorite. So, so last week, <laughs> listeners tuned in for our top five favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 let's listen to your Office Suite top. Okay, let me get the fucking programs up so I don't miss any. You can't miss any, dude. Okay, we number one word. word. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Number one's word out the gate. Wow, I like word. Okay. Number two, I I've only seen the symbols. I can't. I don't see what they <laughs> actually are on some of these. Oh, is Photoshop part of this? No, that's in that's in the Adobe. Oh, that's PowerPoint. Suite. That's PowerPoint. Very different. I'm just gonna do a powerful. Oh, here we go. What, okay, I've got it. <clears throat> I'm gonna do Word, Excel, PowerPoint. I've never used OneNote or OneDrive. I Why never will. <laughs> Microsoft, uh, well, uh, here we go. Okay, definitive, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, then Outlook, then those two not ranked, then 50 feet of shit, and then Microsoft Teams. That's that's the correct order. That's the mm-hmm. absolute, you nailed it. That's crazy that you got it spot on. <laughs> I oh can't stress how much I hate Microsoft Teams. <laughs> But we will uh, allow you to advertise on our show. If you pay us any amount of money, Microsoft, Bill Gates, any you're amount. rolling in it, dude. You need to start. Bill Gates needs to start giving money away ASAP if he's going to give it away before y'all dies, by the way. Yeah. I mean, he just gave away half of it. Well, that's still a to, lot of money his, left, dude. Well, to, and to his ex-wife. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, was, that was the joke because he's recently little, divorced. Joke, gotcha, yeah. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Nice. A good, good zinger. Dude, fucking take that, Bill. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else? <laughs> yeah, guard. New listeners, if you've ju- if you've tuned in recently, this is usually I would say um, this isn't how it normally goes, but this is usually the first ten to fifteen minutes this of is, our show. This has come to be what uh, our viewers expect and demand. Uh, fast forward if you don't want banter, and if you don't want banter, kind Get of a crazy out. move. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Do you want just insights on a movie that you can watch, idiot? <laughs> Um, guard, there's an F1 race. Yes, one... And you placed a bet. Oh, bad news, Stone. <laughs> guard, I, re- I reminded you live on air. Dude, I told you I couldn't find it, and I never was able to find it. I don't think 
Now, this sounds outrageous because every other one's been on DraftKings. But I Which makes not... me think that you just couldn't find it. Dude, I searched long and hard, and I could not find one. However, that being said, Stone. Okay. I did place a bet on an upcoming race. On Monaco? Nope. On the Indy 500. That's right. <gasps> did you really, Guard? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've made up for it. So yeah, um, my first that. thing, and the guard helped, uh, because guard doesn't have a bet, I want to remind everyone, uh, not remind everyone, tell everyone, because <laughs> no one fucking knows this, <laughs> that next week, guard, this is for you, mm-hmm. the Monaco Grand Prix. We're going to Monaco, potentially the most famous race in the world, the Monaco Grand Prix. Okay, my and phone guard, is dead, but as soon as it turns back on, I'll, I'll toss it And guard and the audience. Mm-hmm. To my surprise, guess what else is happening on the same exact day? Um, National uh, you just said it. Meetup Day. The, the Indy 500. Indianapolis 500. Duh, yeah. Oh boy, am I not going to do anything but watch race cars all Sunday. I'm so excited. Um, when does F1 for start? For both of those. 6 a.m. <laughs> Starts at 6, ends at 8. Well, the Indy 500 goes for like three hours, but... um. Oh my god! I'm excited for it. I watched Indy 500 qualifying like all weekend, like a big fucking dork. That is insane. Um, and I'm just all in on motorsports now, guard. I, I really think no I kidding, found, man. Yeah, I think I've known I that found for quite some time. It was just F1, and then the more I just keep watching, the more I'm like, this is fun. That's Stone, fun. I had to this go to fun. a motorsport for your bachelor party, man. I'm not surprised in the slightest that you're all mm-hmm. in on them. I'm all in. It's really fun. Um, so next week, we, you, I, we're going to talk about the Indy 500 and the Monaco Grand Prix. So oh, joy, joy. that. Thing number two. We're going to have to put a timestamp on next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thing number two, guard, is my fast, or my, my fun fact of the race. Okay. Is this F1, two, or three? This is two. The okay. first thing was supposed to be your bet, but it was just me oh. rambling about Indy 500 in Monaco for a minute. Oopsie-daisy. Oopsie-daisy. Thing number two is my fun fact, and it has to do with the circuit. Uh, We were at the Spanish Grand Prix at the Circuit de Barcelona, Catalonia. Wow. Yes, we were in Barcelona. Barcelona. And this circuit was the home of a world... It's pronounced Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, In the year of 2016, history was made here. Oh? Where... Max Verstappen, we've talked about him, he... I thought you just meant history in general, like, I thought this was going to be like a World War II thing or something. No, <laughs> no. In 2016, oh, yes, many years right. after in World 2016, War II. 2016, famously after World War II. Max Verstappen won his very first race there, and he became the youngest race winner of all time at the ripe young age of 18 years, 228 days old. Wow. And he won an F1 race. Doesn't have anything on that uh, kid that drove those trucks. That is true. He did. He was was not driving trucks, but he did win a uh, F1 race. That was tight. before his 19th birthday, making him a world record holder. So that's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Thing number three. Hmm. Um. Max won again. He is now at a point in this season where he every single race that he has finished, he has won, which is insane. That is pretty gnarly. The person who was leading the championship, Charles Leclerc of Ferrari, he was winning this race, and then his car broke, <laughs> so he didn't finish. So that's a tough, tough Good break to for him Brutal and a him. huge break for Max. Um, but it was a good race, and uh, that was F123. Short, sweet, to the point. All right, excellent. Um, well, Stone, I don't have any other uh, pre-episode banter to get to. I'm also all out of banter, so we should probably hop into this uh, five minutes, so guard. Yes. Would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes began or how it ended? I will take... Began. This episode began. Episode. This tale of the tape. I don't know what to call it. This began <laughs> with um, <laughs> uh, homeboy Sean <laughs> being told that basically he's a bitch now. He is. 
Hans bitch at the current moment. And it ended with Sean making a mysterious phone call. Um, yeah, actually. Yep, it sure did. Uh, so to whom we don't know, to whom we don't know. So we hop back in. Uh, Han is picking up this high schooler from school because uh, the night before he destroyed his property. <laughs> yes. And uh, Han says, true. get in. You don't have a choice. All right. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. It's like, yeah, I did destroy your property. So, all right. I'm a bit of an indentured servant to you now. <laughs> And they take um, off in the sick. Sean's dad, very upset if he would find out this news, by the way. Yes, he is in a car, one of the big three rules of the household. But it is a sick Veilside uh, RX-7. So maybe his dad's a car head and would be okay with this car. That's uh, that's questionable. That is questionable. Um, they pull up to a place. And Han says, there's a guy in there with a paw that has my money. Go get my money. Uh, yes, Sean and the audience being extremely confused as to what having a paw means. What did you think having a paw meant, guard? I thought maybe it was like a monkey paw uh, that he could cast three wishes on. Uh, you know that sto- the monkey paw short story stone? Yes, yes, I did. Pretty gnarly uh, short story for those <laughs> that haven't read it. Pretty crazy outcome. I won't spoil it, this uh, hundreds of years old tale for you all, but I thought it was maybe a monkey paw. At first, I thought I misheard him because there's a, quite a few lines in this five minutes that I that it kind of just are mumbled. Mm-hmm. Most and of I, the Fast and Furious series is mumbled. I found a lot of mumbling, so I thought I misheard him. But no, it's a paw, uh, as in the paw of an animal. Correct, a bear. Um, a bear to a bear to be exact is the animal. Um, but Sean walks in. He gets yelled. By the way, at Sean by... also got no other context. He he was not that was told it. what that meant either. That was it. Which seems uh, so sh- weird. I mean, he seems like he could have pranked him a little bit. Maybe it's a little prank on Sean. I think it's a bit of a prank. And to be honest, he deserves it because he's not just a bit. He's a full-on piece of shit, Sean. Um, <laughs> Damn, disregard Sean. for others' property. Disregard for the well-being of those around him, his loved ones. Uh, doesn't really, learn lessons well at all. No, he doesn't learn lessons well. He He's really stubborn, really hard-headed, so this is probably good for him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes Fair in, enough. the guy requests his money, and then we learn that the building he's gone into is a, a Japanese bathhouse. And we also learn something mm-hmm. else right away, guard. That Sean's an idiot? No, that Sean has wild nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Check the nips on this guy. I gotta run back the tape on that one, man. Hold on a second. Because now. okay, so the scene and this—it's all in the span of like four seconds. He goes in, he looks around in his school outfit. He gets told in Japanese, I assume, that he owes this man at the door some money. Hard cut to men showering and bathing, and Sean wearing nothing but a towel. Yeah, can, hold Nips on a second. Out for on. all to see. <laughs> we need to discuss that. So he's been told to go collect money. He's like a uh, Yakuza enforcer in training now, right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. He's like the guy in gangster movies, the bit character that goes to get the... He's like the uh, strong arm that goes in there and forces the guy to give some money. Now, Except he's the worst possible person to take on this role because he is stands out because he is a white person in japan he's a teenager uh and also doesn't speak japanese the main the main concern is the lack of fluency in the local language the language barrier and the fact that he uh sticks out horrifically um and now he sticks out even more with his shirt off now my main concern with this scene wasn't the nipples i haven't i'm reviewing those shortly but the fact that um so Sean gets sent in there to collect some money, uh, and it's a hilarious prank, of course. Why would he take all his clothes off? That's crazy to do, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He enters he enters the bathhouse area only wearing a towel. Like, you can go into a bathhouse with your clothes on. Like, you can see now, a guy in the reflection who's wearing pants, putting I his ass- clothes back on. Yeah, I assume in Japanese the guy said, take off your clothes and pay me. But, like, Sean didn't know that. He doesn't speak Japanese, so why would he do that? 
And his job is to go in there and get money. Why would you take off all your clothes knowing you might have to fight someone soon? Knowing you're an enforcer for someone who's working with criminals, presumably. Uh, Yeah, dude, let's just hang Dong to do this. (laughs) Yes. We immediately find out Sean's nipples are a little strange, I guess. No, well, I think... so let me let me let's talk about his nipples, <laughs> okay. shall we? Yeah, because one, um, pretty 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 uh built dude, good chest on him, good arms. Oh no doubt, yeah. Uh, Sean works out good for him. A a pretty solid amount of chest hair <laughs> for a seventeen but, year old. For a seventeen year old, but where most of the chest hair is located is just in a circle around his nipples. <laughs> he does really have... puts a bullseye on those little bad boys. <laughs> he does have quite a wealth of hair around his nipples. I'll give you that. Uh, so that's all I can think about this entire scene. Uh, he walks in wearing a towel. People are bathing. And he walks up to... <laughs> Presumably paid money to go in here, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what I got from all so of That's so crazy, man. That's such a weird thing to do to to be like an enforcer that pays... Like, imagine if he was in, like, a Chili's. What was he going to do? Order an appetizer and then go fucking pump the guy for money? Uh, I guess. And the guy he decides to go... He goes beelines to is the biggest guy there. He's enormous. Some would say uh, sumo wrestler esque. Many would say that it, he, yeah, he's not enormous in that he's like. Well, he probably is also in, insanely strong, but he's incredibly fat as well. I think it's fair to say. Large, large human, uh, pretty wide. Um, and Sean spots on his shoulder the tattoo of a paw mm-hmm. that is connected to a bear that is all over this dude's back. Huge back piece of a bear. The dude looks uh, scary. Terrifying, dude. Looks like someone I wouldn't want to fight with. Looks like someone I wouldn't go up and start butchering his uh, native language <laughs> to try to get money from him, which is what Sean does. What do you mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sean's like Sean starts giving some 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 Western. He was, uh, he's Japanese like, Han says, ah, la, la, and I have no idea what he says, but he, he said, I don't, he has no idea what he that. says. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Um, and this guy's like, what the fuck's going on? Turns around to face this uh, white person, Caucasian fellow, trying to converse with him. And uh, <laughs> the camera focuses on the dude's face. He's disgruntled. Why wouldn't he be? This dude's asking for money while he's trying to take a nice bath camera pans down to a titty shot of this dude (laughs) (laughs) why dude why um i don't know they you're not exaggerating that they focused specifically on his uh pecs and it's very it's really weird there's no reason at all for it it's like a super close-up shot yeah, it's it's and it's a close up on his face, and then the same shot lowers to a close up on this dude's tits, as if to imply, check it out, this guy has some big tits. <laughs> but like, we know this dude's enormous from like just looking at him. Did we need to look directly at his tits to know that he's enormous? Is this camera supposed to be implying that? Sean looked at his face and then immediately <laughs> looked at his tits. Like, what is going on here? I don't know. Man. I don't it's know. It's really weird. But we're 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 a minute and a half into this five minutes, and half of what my brain is juggling with is Sean's nipples and this dude's enormous tits. <laughs> um. uh, now, I will say, Sean's successful in his mission. Well, to an extent. Because <laughs> he gets the, the next money back. Scene, the, okay, okay, but I need to. We need to talk about the jump cut to the next scene. <laughs> oh, so uh, trust we, me, I have a lot to say about it. We 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 end this scene in the bathhouse, <laughs> looking at this guy. He's mad. Looking at his tits, they're huge. <laughs> looking at his back, there's a bear on it, and you can see Sean looking at him like over his shoulder. Yeah. Jump cut to Sean being hucked out the door. Now with all of his clothes Fully on? clothed. And the Lord, other, the I guy need... that threw him out is also fully clothed, I'd like to point out. 
I need you to tell me weird. and the audience what happened in that jump cut to get to where we are with Sean being thrown out with his clothes. The dude's only wearing a robe. Sean has <laughs> pants and two shirts on. The guy's naked. Yeah, potentially under his robe. Oh, you mean after, yeah, the guy that throws him out has a robe. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So that means, so logically, so obviously the director didn't think about this at all. He clearly. But let, let us think, of, we should think about it um, and ridicule him a bit. We should, because it deserves ridicule, because it's preposterous. So mm -hmm. they jump from totally naked to Sean being thrown out by a clothed man, and Sean's also clothed, which means these two stood face-to-face -face naked and then had some sort of conversation that involved them agreeing to both get dressed <laughs> in the place while they're steaming pissed at each other. They go through the entire motions of putting all Sean's clothes back on and this dude robing himself. And then he's still mad enough to throw Sean out of the establishment. So That's somehow... fucking insane. <laughs> somehow in the heat of this transaction... With a complete language barrier between them. We know Sean doesn't speak Japanese. We do not hear any English from this large sumo wrestling fella. They make a gentleman's yeah, agreement with only yeah. eye contact and body language that maybe we should put clothes on first. And then I should throw you violently out the front door. Dude. Awesome. Wild. It's one of the weirdest uh, like scenes I've seen in a while. Why didn't they have him throw Sean out in his towel and then huck all of his clothes at him. Right. That's one, a been... funnier scene, and two, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, it's better overall. They clearly filmed something in the middle or apparently put no thought into it whatsoever that just didn't make the movie where they put their clothes on. It's it's the most bizarre logic leap ever in any of these oh. movies so far, I think. While we're roasting this director, Guard, um... Who is, his name is uh, Justin Lin, mm -hmm. who at this point is like more fast and the furious than man, like because he he did this, he did uh, Fast and Furious, I believe, he did Fast and Furious 6, he did Fast 9, and he was supposed to be directing Fast X. Jesus Christ. I put, I put my arms up as an X- because you have to anytime you say that. Um, he is I mean, no longer directing that movie guard oh, <laughs> because why? of creative differences between him Shit. and Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's so stupid. Jesus Christ. So, this is not the kind of movie that start. anyone gives a fuck about. Dude, God, I hate that Vin D Diesel like goes around thinking he's like one of the most important actors alive because he does fucking Fast and Furious movies, man. But guard, to be fair, he is the most important actor alive if you're only considering movies in the Fast and the Furious universe. <laughs> Which right. is the only movies that That's he not is true. in and the, cares about. The Rock is more important than he is still. No, because The Rock's no longer in these movies. <laughs> yeah, but he's more famous. Um, I'm just saying Vin Diesel's not even the most famous person in his own franchise that he's so fucking arrogant <laughs> about. But, but guard. Come on the uh, show whatever you want, Vin. Yeah, get on here. But Fast X, not off to a great start because uh, a director having to leave because of creative differences between um, an actor and the director is never a good sign for any project ever. <laughs> also, it's crazy that an actor can say to the director, you're out of here, bud. I actually learned through a, a podcast or somewhere that there is a rule, um, and I don't remember, it's named after an actor, it might be like the Eastwood rule, where the director, or the, an actor cannot take over the director's spot if that director uh, leaves, because it was a big deal. I think it was Clint Eastwood would kick directors off of his westerns and then just say, I'm directing this. And they made it a rule in Hollywood that that could no longer happen for this exact reason. So Vin Diesel can't just have a director set up a movie for him, start shooting, be a big asshole, kick him out, take over as a director after all of like, you know, the prep work, which is hard and the job of a director uh, is done by the dude that they kick out. 
Sounds like a sound rule to me. I'm just saying I uh, maybe would trust this guy over Vin Diesel, but what do I know? Yeah, the Eastwood rule is a rule in the Directors Guild of America that prohibits someone already working on a film, producer, actor, etc., from firing a director during production and replacing them with themselves. All right. Well, it's literally for this exact reason. So shout out to that. Uh, The new director, I believe, is the guy that directed um, (laughs) The Incredible Hulk and the movie Now You See Me. Which Incredible Hulk? um, The one with uh, Edward Norton. Yikes. Which, to be fair, isn't a isn't that isn't an awful movie? <laughs> it's an okay movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a while. I'll withhold judgment. It's better than Thor: The Dark World. That movie is trash. Which isn't hard to beat, I suppose. Yeah. Anyways, well, back to this movie. Let's be positive for a second, Stone. Let's say movies we do like from those from uh, in the same universe. Thor uh, three is tight. Yeah, dude, it's one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's incredible. I because agree. Shout out it's my directed, hero, Taika Waititi. It's directed by an incredible director, Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Speaking of, have you watched the show Our Flags Mean Death? Oh, yes, I love it. Okay, yeah, me and Brienne are halfway through it, and it's very silly and fun and a fun time. Um, It is. Anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, Sean gets uh, the, thrown the, the, out the big in his fella, full clothing he gets thrown out in his full clothing then the big fella comes out and throws Han some cash so I guess whatever so he Sean did succeeds. somehow even though he absolutely should not have he succeeds so we get the um, feeling that uh, this guy was going to pay Han anyway and Han thought it'd be funny to have him get roughed up first which is pretty funny and deserved Classic and then he th- he throws Sean the keys to his car and says, "Let's go." Yeah, that's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a uh, not great judgment call from Han. Well, Han's already time, seen Sean absolutely ruin one of his cars. Yeah, so he's really testing his luck with an even cooler car. <laughs> but we'll have an indentured servant for even longer. That is true. Um, no formalized agreement here, by the way, Sean. Uh, Sean just Sean's says, just rolling around with him now. Hey, listen, teach me how to drift, and I agree. Uh, no discussion of hours or rate. Uh, Sean's, well, you know, just going to do his best, I guess. What what Han does tell him is he says that you are in the pickup and delivery business now. Um, I might call you once a day or once an hour. I don't care if you're sick as a dog or in bed with Beyonce. Uh, you better pick up. And then Sean just says, well, I just need you to teach me how to drift. Uh, Ooh, not a good Great priorities. Model. Maybe ask what I'm going to be picking up and delivering. Maybe ask how long am I going to be doing this to pay off that car I smashed? What's the vacation like? Uh, do I get benefits? <laughs> What's the, the do Yakuza? I get dental? Yeah. Um, none of that. Uh, uh, Han gives him very little information. Mm-hmm. Sean does not ask for any clarification. He just wants to know how to drift. Again, breaking one of his father's three rules. The three tenets of living with his father. <laughs> Go to school. I don't remember any of them besides... Uh, Go to school, come right home, stay away from That's cars. right, that's right. Don't stay out too late, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, uh, he's, yeah. he's, currently, he's currently breaking all three of those rules right now. He is. Um, he is. He skipped school. As shit, yeah, that's true. He did play hooky today, I think. No, I think he left after school. Because remember, he was humiliated in school because he had just shown oh, himself to be a big So he's only breaking clown. two of the tenets. Well, he didn't. He's out late, I assume, because it's dark out. And mm. he didn't come home right after school. And he's in a car. So I think he's breaking all three. Oh, go to school wasn't a tenant. Come home right after school. Come home right after. Oh, I see. Well, that leaves a or lot that he like can't do is all I'm saying. Um, and then they show up to... Notice Dad didn't say anything builder. about uh, soliciting women of the night. He didn't. He also said uh, he didn't say anything about uh, running errands for Yakuza members. So That's true. So we're all in the clear there. Uh, also, Sean's an idiot. 
Uh, he clearly has no concept of what the Yakuza is, or he'd be much more terrified to talk to Han the way he talks to him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tells him that he wants to be able to, he wants to learn how to drift. And Han says something like, this isn't a negotiation. And Sean says, yeah, I know, I'm not negotiating. I'm like, <laughs> this guy could have you murdered and your family would never see you again by the end of the week. And you're just throwing out funny quips. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's ballsy or stupid or both. Kind of a crazy thing to do. Ballsy, stupid, or both? <laughs> both, I would say. I'd say both. Um, and then they show up to a building that's very Japanese, and it looks like some sort of Japanese casino? Yeah, they're playing pachinko in there. Or plachin- I don't know how it's uh, pronounced, but pachinko of some kind. Which I heard recently on um, Weekly Weird News. Shout out. Uh, what's the channel called, Stone? Elliot and, um, God, what is, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter that, um, in, on the Asian continent at some places, people go, uh, pay money to gamble on those machines and you don't win money. You just like buy chips to gamble more and get more chips, but you can't go turn them in for anything, which seems insane to me. It's like wait, the act so, of gambling itself is the entertainment. So it's, you don't even get money out of it. You just go to play the game? Yes, on in some places. Obviously, some are actual casinos where you get money, you can win money, but that's what I heard from Ricky and Elliot today. Uh, I don't know. It well, seems insane to me, but yeah, you know. There's whatever. a bunch of there's a bunch of people in there and they're all at these machines and they Internet seem to be today having a good time. Internet YouTube today, channel. shout out Weekly Weird News. But they seem to be having a good time. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're uh, all having fun, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. It's full, packed house. Uh, but they're not there to play these silly games. They're there to go into a back room and talk business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sure are. They have a cool... Um, the people in the back room are playing dominoes. Uh, or some, I don't know what the actual game they're playing is, but it has dominoes on it. And they It's not a, dominoes, uh, but I'll look it up. Okay. While you're doing that, I'll describe this machine they have because it's awesome. It has a felt table and uh, various sides to sit on, but in the middle of it, they press a little button and the middle of the table comes out and you can shove all the dominoes back inside and then the table closes again for easy cleanup. Pretty cool. And I'm pretty sure, Guard, Mm. I don't think we see it here, but I think uh, after you put them in, it like deals them to you and they like show up some fancy ones. They show up in a row in front of you already like the right direction. Well, that's badass. And the game is called Mahjong? Mahjong? Oh, Mahjong. Mahjong. Sure, I've heard of that in James Bond, I think. It's, uh, there's tiles that have symbols on them and uh, that's as much as I can tell you about it. All right, excellent. <laughs> um, but who do, who do we find here? Uh, playing uh, Japanese dominoes, a.k.a. Mahjong, uh, but DK. Not only does he the drift love to king. drift, the drift king himself, not only does he love to drift, but he loves a nice uh, rousing game of Mahjong. <laughs> maybe right now he's going by the moniker of MK. Maybe could. Maybe could be. He goes by blank K, depending on whatever he's doing at the time. <laughs> um... He asks why Sean is here. Sean's cocky and says he wants to race again, even though the last time that happened, he made an absolute fucking fool of himself. Uh-huh, idiot. Um, and also, DK's homie is a fucking weirdo. Oh, he's you, you super get that he's weird. Just, his, his accent almost sounds like he's making fun of Japanese people. <laughs> does, does it not? Yeah, I don't know. I I was kind of thinking because that too, but I think it's a. I think it's probably just his real accent. I it, I can't imagine that's his real accent. It sounds like bad acting. <laughs> what is his name? That's a good question. Uh, DK's friend that has blonde hair is as far as, is as much as I know him as. Um, let's do some investigating because you might be canceled again. Yeah, I might be, but his line delivery is bizarre. It's uh, weird. He mu- he mumbles super hard. It's not like a normal Japanese and, accent. 
and it's I don't know, man. He he sounds weird. He looks weird. His lines are weird. He's a big weirdo. So um, <laughs> I'm not gonna give him any benefit of the doubt, other than his character is a big weirdo. That's true. Um, yeah, the guy he gives off creepy vibes in general. He does, and he makes real weird faces, and yeah, he's really eyeing down Sean. If and he's acting that way on purpose to to be freaky, then he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job of freaking his name me the is, fuck out. Uh, Morimoto, by the way. Um, what's his character's name? That is his character's name, Morimoto. He's portrayed by Leonardo Nam. Leonardo Nam. Um, he's an Argentine also, Australian actor. So, so not Japanese. So Stone's <laughs> not canceled, everyone. Good news. And that accent does, it is confirmed a caricature of a Japanese accent. So two for Stone, zero for the cancel police. Well, no, no. You're still canceled the first time. I was right the first time. You, you, That's not you're not going to gaslight me into thinking I wasn't. I mean the very wasn't. first time that I haven't revealed to you yet. Oh, okay. I'm holding um, one in the bag in case I ever need to sabotage you politically. Morimoto has the pointiest eyebrows I've ever seen. Uh, true. They make him look like uh, so much of a villain, it's insane. Argentina. But he's a big weirdo. Uh, they kick out all the girls and the homies. Uh, they ask why Sean's there, and he says he's working for me to pay off his debt, <laughs> obviously. Sure, yeah. And, th- and then they kick Sean out, too. Because it's a, a business-only kind of party. Which is a fair move, I think. Uh, you don't want the new weird guy in on your business plans for the y- Yakuza, so. You don't. Um, so that is pretty fair. Uh, DK then what, asks um, Sean. What syllable do you emphasize in the Yakuza? Do you say Yakuza or Yakuza? I say Yakuza, but is it supposed to be Yakuza? I don't know, but either way, pretty cool word. Pretty cool word. Say it how you want, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, is there anyone from the Lakuza, Yakuza, or Yakuza listening? Right in. That's That might be more dangerous than having a serial killer right in. I got to be honest. Oh, dude, if we could get a Yakuza member to come on the pod, X Yakuza, we can put some voice modulation over and have him spill the beans. Stone, Sounds quite frankly, uh, it might be a two birds with one stone situation if a Yakuza member comes on. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Because we've been asking for a Japanese person to come on. We've also right? been asking... <laughs> no. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, I would also like someone from Japan to be on the show. That'd be really Oh, fun. that's another good call. Yeah. Um, I know. I know you were talking about the murderer thing, Guard. I was making a, a bit of a joke. Bit of if, a any, if any listeners, though, do speak Japanese and can interpret a couple things that we've missed, that'd be great for us. <laughs> Or just want to tell us if this uh, movie is offensive to uh, someone living in Japan. I'd love to know, because I think it might be. <laughs> eh, yeah, I guess we have to hear some thoughts. Um, I am dying to know specifically, if anyone speaks Japanese, what the guy told Sean when he walked into the shop in this uh, series that we just watched, because I need some context on what went down there. Again, um... For you, guard, and for the audience, this movie could have subtitles, uh, but our version does not. So I hope that doesn't play a pivotal role in any later episodes. So you, I think the, it's kind of. So you mean the officially licensed uh, version of this movie doesn't have subtitles because that's what we have? Well, correct, guard. But then I had to do some post processing, split it into five minute chunks for us for our convenience. So what you said is you bought and this in movie that legally, process. Yes, and then but in the process up, of, of splitting it up, I think I might have lost the subtitles, and I'm too lazy to go back to each one. So I hope there isn't a long, extended Japanese conversation oh, <laughs> that we're supposed to know, because if so, uh, oops. <laughs> now, Stone, you would think um, in the officially licensed version of this movie, you would think the subtitles would be like embedded as part of the screen and be... As hard to get rid of as, say, uh, the shirt off someone's back digitally. It, it's surprising that the subtitles well, somehow okay, got lost. Well, okay, so here's the thing, Guard. Here's the thing about subtitles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there are, like, burned subtitles for in a movie where they're speaking a different language and us as the audience are supposed to know what it is. Mm-hmm. 
they show up. But they can't be hard burned in, like, on the screen, like, unable to be removed from the screen because what if you're watching in a different country? You can't always show English subtitles, right? So they have to be able Mm. to be changed. And because of that, uh, subtitles can sometimes get a little... A little uh, goofed up in a digital version that you cut into five-minute bits and then give to I your see. friend. I see. Okay, fair enough. Um, but I also think it's pretty funny if they did have a full Japanese conversation for us to just interpret it as what we think is happening. And That's for anyone wondering funny if, bit. if I'm getting this movie for free from what Stone has done, I, of course, went out and also purchased the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift uh, in full. Well, so the creators the thing, and the actors all got the money for it as well. Here's the thing, Guard. You can, you're allowed to make digital copies of things that you have a uh, physical copy of. And just like you are right now, I'm holding a DVD of the Fast and the Furious That's Tokyo right. Drift. That's right. For we any... both, obviously, we both went out and we did purchase uh, the film. For any uh, federal agents that are in the Department of Copyright Law, if anyone's wondering, I'm holding in my two hands right now my DVD copy as his guard of course, of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift that we purchased. That's right. That's right. So we're all legally aside, allowed to have these uh, digital copies. <laughs> uh, all, all factual statements aside, um, do support movies. Don't pirate movies. Stone and I do see and pay for an incredible amount of movies every year. One, of, I'm sure one of my biggest expenses after, you know, <laughs> groceries, rent, and utilities might be going to the theater. <laughs> it's not cheap, and I go a lot. As do I. Uh, so support your movies, uh, and <laughs> that's all the rest we'll say about that. Next up, Sean Leaves. Well, Sean leaves. Sean does leave, and then we get a bit of a we get a bit of a business talk between DK and Han, where we get a tiny bit of insight of of their dynamic. Where DK, uh, he says, "Where? Why is your shipment late, Han? When's it arriving?" And then Sean or Han is like, "Uh, you're you're never worried about that usually. Don't worry. So we'll get it when we get it." Ass. What guard? What's their? What's in their shipments? I don't know. Drugs, money. Based on the last movie, it's just money. <laughs> well, so we last thought, movie was money. Last movie, we thought it was going to be something awesome, and it was just money. <laughs> yeah, and the time before that, it was less cool than just money because it was um, VHS video tapes. cameras and VHS players. Yeah, incredible. So we started at VHS players, then we went to money. Where are we at here? Are we getting cooler? Are we getting less cool? Are we staying just with money? You would think it would be drugs. You think it'd be drugs or like car parts? That would fit. Car parts would be cool. I'm just saying the the most common thing that a like a scary organization, a criminal organization would be shipping would be drugs. You would think that would that is the easy answer. You're right. Uh. This movie, car parts would be interesting because Han is like a big time car guru. So hopefully that. What else could they be shipping that's just stupid though? Because that's probably what it is. Something stupid. Um, it is uh, illegally imported uh, exotic birds, I bet. Okay, let's go with that then. Let's go with that. Um, and apparently Han's shipment of birds is late. It is. Uh-oh. He wants DK to not worry about it, man. Everything's yeah, cool. cool. Everything's fine. Dude, chill out, dog. Um, and then Sean goes outside. Mm-hmm. He picks up a bizarre a very, telephone. A very green phone. It's the greenest payphone I've ever seen. With some he, added, uh, de- uh, an added part around the uh, top and bottom with holes in it for aesthetics reasons, I guess. Yeah, it's a it's a very very green, uh, strange Japanese looking payphone. Mm-hmm. He dials up a number, and that's where we end. That's it. Uh, guard, who's the, who's he calling? Um, I don't know. His mom. Maybe he hasn't talked to her in a while. He hasn't. Ta- I mean, <laughs> two days. He hasn't talked to her in two days. But in those two days, he has um, never told her if she if he was okay or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never checked in. Yeah. <laughs> that's... 
maybe he's called. Oh, maybe he got uh, what's his face's girl's number on the sly. Oh, dude, maybe and maybe he's he giving got, her a ring um, outside his own place. Dude, hard as nails. He's definitely not doing that. Maybe he's calling Twinkie. Did you see? See what's going what he's on. He's up to. Yeah, sure. yeah, see what's see what's going on with his good friend Twinkie. I haven't heard from that guy for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he he hasn't showed up ever since, you know, Sean became indebted to the Yakuza. <laughs> yep, yep. He 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 rightfully stayed away from Sean at school because he is known as the class clown, but not in a good way. Like he's a fucking joke. <laughs> yeah, he is. Sean's a loser at school, I got to say. I mean, he Dude, showed you have up. To try really hard. He showed up, doesn't know how to speak to anyone, and then uh, immediately wrecked a car in like a race that a lot of his peers were at. Yeah, he he showed up, um, and immediately made himself look like the dumbest motherfucker there. Super tough. Which is kind way. of impresses to be able to do in one single day. The new kid's always like kind of fun and interesting, you know. Like usually they have like a leg up of being. The new kid that's, like, who, who's this guy? Sean showed up and was immediately an outcast from his own actions. He showed up and was immediately uh, sucked. Broke someone else's property and showed that he can't even fucking drift, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. Dork. Not only that, he doesn't even know what drifting is, fucking dork. Yeah, I mean, use context clues, my guy. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, we don't know who's calling, and that's the end of our five minutes. That is guard. Yes. Any other stuff before we get the heck out of here? Uh, you know what? I'm plum out, Stone. I well, I, I did watch uh, the Legend of Vox Machina recently. Um, pretty good. Um, give me a one sentence explainer of what that is. It's going to be a compound sentence. Okay. People on the internet who play D and D. And our famous created a show based on their original campaign that's animated. That's one sentence. Wait, is this the uh, Matt is this Mercer? The, uh, yes. Critical Role. Yep, Critical Role. People animated Gang? one of their campaigns and like fictionalized it more into an actual TV series. Oh, that's pretty fun. Called the Legend where can, where of Fox can I, where can I watch Machina. This? It's on Amazon Prime. Wow, good for those guys. Also, here's a fun fact. Did you know Amazon Prime operates at a loss purposely? I mean, they don't like purposely lose money, but they're like comfortable with losing money. Because they're just sucking uh, every American dry in other ways? Yes. Not the, in whole, good way. <laughs> the point of Prime is not to make money. The point of Prime is to um, have you sign up for Prime and then say, oh, I get free shipping. I'm going to exclusively use Amazon to ship things to me from now on. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. That's why Apple and Amazon can pump money into their video streaming services, and Netflix is having a really bad time right now because they can't Netflix compete. doesn't sell anything. <laughs> right, exactly. So Amazon can operate at a huge loss on Prime and uh, beat, eventually, probably, I'm predicting Netflix in market share, and have like cooler sh- buy cooler shows uh, because they don't care if it loses money. Because their moneymaker is the other part of their business. Right, right. Come come for the pretty solid selection of original television and movies. Stay for a new for mixing. the for the insane amount of cheap uh goods that you buy from there exclusively. Right. That's their that's their marketing um phrase, I think. You got it, yeah. That's uh okay, how, cool. you're gonna get a, a little uh Jeff Bezos email saying, Hey, how'd you figure it out? Because I think that word for word, that's what he says to his employees. That's their mission. <laughs> just, just as eloquently as I just did. That's right. He says uh and stuff during it as well. And then he climbs in his big old penis rocket and goes almost <laughs> to space. That he claims he developed before Elon Musk. And there's just like we talk about- video I evidence hate- of it, that not being true. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> I hate that um, billionaires think they're cool because they're billionaires. I've never... Two of the biggest fucking dorks on the earth are Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. They're fucking dork-ass losers. Dude, Bezos they think and they're his cool cowboy because hat they make a bunch looks of like a tool. Dude, his cowboy hat? 
And t- fucking Elon Musk on Twitter, like, oh, posting memes. I'm so tight. I'm so lit, as the kids say. Fuck <laughs> off. Go make money and don't be in our face about it. Be rich over there. I, I want to see you yeah. be rich. Fuck off. I don't know who does want to see that, honestly. And then Elon has fucking fanboys. Who the fuck's a fanboy of a billionaire? You have to be a bigger fucking dork than Elon. It is weird. I will say full disclosure, I follow him on Twitter uh, because I don't want uh, I don't want to get got later for this. I follow him on Twitter because I did hold a share of Ethereum and I didn't want to uh, have Elon Musk crash it without my knowledge. Uh, which he did. Shout out to the U.S. economy that can be crashed by a billionaire making a joke. Sick. Uh, <laughs> Shout out capitalism. Yeah. Anyways, guard my other stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still recording. That's right. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I listened to two albums this weekend while doing yard work. Oh, sure. uh, one being Harry Styles' new album and one being uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album. Nice. Both fucking slapped. So go listen to both of those. Well, that's great to hear. I have to check those out. Um, okay, Stone. Uh, does that do it for you? Dude, dude, that fucking does it for me. All right. Well, thanks for coming, everyone. As always, remember, modern art sucks. So bad. <laughs>